Good evening, and welcome to Trinity Lutheran Church in Freistadt, Missouri. I am Parker Shane, your announcer for this midweek Lenten service. Reverend Jake Sletton will deliver today's message. Assisting in the worship service is Vanson Menning. Well, good evening, everyone. Good to see you all here on our last Wednesday night Lenten service before we begin with Holy Week, beginning on Sunday with Palm Sunday. Uh, Holy Week schedule kind of looks like this. Of course, Palm Sunday is a regular Sunday with uh, adult Bible class and Sunday school beginning at 8.45 and with worship at 10. And then Maundy Thursday or Holy Thursday services are here at 7. That will be a communion service. Um, and then Good Friday service will follow the order of Tenebrae, and that is a 7 o'clock service um, as well. And then on Easter morning, there'll be sunrise at 6 o'clock a.m. early. <laughs> um, and, then a, and then there will be, I just uh, confirmed today that the LYF, our uh, high school youth, will be doing their pancake breakfast. Um, from 7 o'clock until, oh, probably about close to when worship starts at 10. 
There is no Sunday school on that Sunday um, for Easter. Uh, we will have worship at 10 o'clock. Promises to be an awesome one. I can't wait. I, I keep checking the weather because last year it rained on Easter, and I was really bummed. Um, so I keep checking the weather, and I haven't, I haven't seen it come up on my phone yet because it's only like a 10-day or whatever it is, so i got to look later on. Uh, let's open our worship tonight with a word of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we give you thanks and praise for this evening. And Lord, we ask now that as we worship you, that you, that you would open our hearts and our minds to your Holy Spirit. Uh, Lord, um, as we hear and read and mark and learn all of these things that you have for us, Lord, we thank you for this time of Lent, for the way that it has refocused us, Lord, to um, meditate on and to concentrate on your passion and your death and, of course, your resurrection. In Jesus' name, amen. We sing our first hymn, number 437, Alas, and Did My Savior Bleed? We'll sing verses 1 through 3. Please rise. We continue with the opening sentences. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and give ear to my cry. Hold not your peace at my tears. Thus declares the Lord of hosts, return to me, says the Lord of hosts. Let the wicked forsake his way, and the unrighteous man his thoughts. For let him return to the Lord, that he may have compassion on him, and to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. And the ransomed of the Lord shall return, and come to Zion with singing. Everlasting joy shall be upon their heads. They shall obtain gladness and joy, and sorrow and sighing shall flee away. Glory be to the Father to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, 
is now, and will be forever. Amen. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and give ear to my cry. Hold not your peace at my tears. We are on a journey from a deserved exile to a gracious promised land. Although we merit nothing, because our Heavenly Father promises forgiveness and mercy to all who call on Him for Jesus' sake, let us go to Him, confessing our sin. Heavenly Father, we are fallen creatures, prone to hiding our faults from one another, yet knowing our sins are laid bare before you. We have erred and strayed from your way. We have attempted to placate your just demands by our own efforts. We have often failed to reflect the new life you granted us in our baptism. Forgive us and drown the old within us. We have eaten forbidden fruit in our disobedient thinking, speaking, and acting. Forgive us and grant us the new life you on the We have failed to trust your care and protection as we journey through this wilderness. Our gracious God, even when we were dead in our trespasses, you made us alive together with Christ. You who once were far off have been brought near by the blood of Christ. May he who began a good work in you bring it to completion in the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Please be seated. <clears throat> We continue now with the psalmody. Our God is a God of salvation, and to God the Lord belong deliverances from death. Sing to God, sing praises to his name. Father of the fatherless and protector of widows is God in his holy habitation. Our God is a God of salvation, and to God the Lord belong deliverances from death. O God, when you went out before your people, the earth quaked, the heavens poured down rain. Before God, the God of Israel. Rain in abundance, O God, you shed abroad. Your flock found a dwelling in it. In your goodness, O God, you provided for the needy. Blessed be the Lord who daily bears us up. God is our salvation. Our God is a God of salvation, and to God the Lord belong deliverances from death. O kingdoms of the earth, sing to God. Sing praises to the Lord. To him who rides in the heavens, the ancient heavens. 
ascribe power to God. Whose majesty is over Israel. And to his power is in disguise. Awesome is God from his sanctuary, the God of Israel. He is the one who gives power and strength to his people. Our God is the God of salvation. And to God the Lord belong deliverances from death. O Lord, have mercy on us. Our special music today is by the Sunshine Choir. reading from the third chapter of Joshua. Then Joshua rose early in the morning and set out from Shittim, and they came to the Jordan, he and all the people of Israel, and lodged there before they passed over. At the end of three days, the officers went through the camp and commanded the people, as soon as you see the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord your God being carried by the Levitical priests, then you shall set out from your place and follow it. Yet there shall be a distance between you and it, about two thousand cubits in length. Do not come near it, in order that you may know the way you shall go, for you have not passed this way before. And Joshua said to the people, Consecrate yourselves, for tomorrow the Lord will do wonders among you. And Joshua said to the priests, Take up the ark of the covenant and pass on before the people. So they took up the Ark of the Covenant and went before the people. So when the people set out from their tents to pass over the Jordan, with the priests bearing the Ark of the Covenant before the people, and as soon as those bearing the Ark had come as far as the Jordan, and the feet of the priests bearing the Ark were dipped in the brink of the water, now the Jordan overflows all its banks throughout the time of harvest. The waters coming down from above stood and rose up in a heap very far away. 
at Adam, the city that is beside Zarathan, and those flowing down toward the Sea of Arabah, the Salt Sea, were cut off. And the people passed over opposite Jericho. Now the priests bearing the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord stood firmly on dry ground in the midst of the Jordan. And all Israel was passing over on dry ground until all the nation had finished passing over the Jordan. O Lord, have mercy on us. Please stand for the reading of the Holy Gospel. A reading from the third chapter of Matthew. Then Jesus came from Galilee to the Jordan to John to be baptized by him. And when Jesus was baptized, immediately he went up from the water, and behold, the heavens were opened to him, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and coming to rest on him. And behold, a voice from heaven said, This is my beloved Son, with whom I am well pleased. Then Jesus was led up by the Spirit into into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. And after fasting forty days and forty nights, he was hungry. O Lord, have mercy on us. Please be seated.
Will you all pray with me, please? Dear Heavenly Father, may the meditations of our hearts and the words of my mouth be pleasing in your sight. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Grace, mercy, and peace be yours this morning from God our Father and through the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. It is one thing to travel across the wilderness in order to arrive at a destination, but it is quite, a, but it is quite another to wander around a wasteland for 40 years. The Israelites did both. As they left Egypt and made their way to Mount Sinai, the plan was to continue on to the promised land of Canaan. And they did. But when they sent 12 men to spy out the land of Canaan to see what their new homeland would be like and what would be required to occupy it, events took a dramatic turn. The spies returned and spoke highly of the land but they were terrified of the people living there. Yes, Canaan was a land flowing with milk and honey, but the inhabitants were giants and warlike. The spies spoke with fear, and this fear spread throughout the community of Israel. God's people were terrified, and in their fear, they refused to go forward. It was because of this act of unfaithfulness the people's lack of trust in the Lord who had brought them out of Egypt, that the Israelites became wanderers in the wilderness for 40 years. None of the people who were 20 years old and older would ever dwell in the promised land. The exceptions were the households of Caleb and Joshua, for they were the faithful spies who proclaimed their trust in the Lord's ability to give his people the land. All of the rest would die in the wilderness. Only their children would enter Canaan. It is one thing to travel across the wilderness to arrive at a destination, and quite another to wander around the wasteland for 40 years. The wilderness between Egypt and Canaan was a land of suffering and death, a land where they were sentenced to suffer because of their sin a land that they would claim their that would claim their lives one by one until they had all perished to make this reality even worse they had seen the promised land on the near horizon they had seen the beautiful destination and they had forsaken the blessing sin that which exiles us from god sin that which separates us from life. Sin, that which sends us into the wilderness of suffering and death. Sin, there is simply no escaping it, though we have tried to do so. The Israelites tried to go into Canaan without God. All of their fears were realized, and they were left to wander in the wilderness to face suffering and death. We, too, also attempt to conquer sin by our own merits and strength, and we, too, fail and find ourselves lost and wandering. Sin forbids our entrance into the land flowing with milk and honey. The promised land where the Lord provides is a place where the Hebrews would live in houses that they did not build, 
and eat from vineyards and orchards that they did not plant. The land of Canaan is a land flowing with milk and honey where there is no lack. It is a land of plenty and perfection, the promised land. This land is not only where the Lord provides abundantly, but also a place where the Lord will dwell with his people. But the wilderness? This promised land of the Lord's provision and presence for Israel points us to another promised land. Canaan reminds us of another place of plenty and perfection. We know it as heaven. Truly there is no want or lack in the heavenly courts. Truly it is the place where the Lord dwells and where his people live in his presence in heavenly mansions, which have been prepared. But there is sin. There is the wilderness. So how does one exit the land of suffering and death and enter into the land of life and joy? The journey out of the wilderness must go through the waters. For the people of Israel, the way was through the Jordan River. It is not a journey upon which they embark alone. It is not a journey that they take, that they make themselves acceptable to God once again. It is not a journey that they plan out, or that they work out, or that they carry out. This is a journey that is brought about by God. This journey begins with the Lord leading the way. The Ark of the Covenant, the, the dwelling place of the Lord with his people, leads the way. And when the feet of those carrying this holy ark touch the waters of the Jordan, the waters part, and the path becomes dry and wide before the people. The Lord prepares the way and the Lord leads the way. The presence of the Lord goes before Joshua and the people. The exile is over. They have journeyed from the wilderness into the land of promise. They have returned. So also has the Lord our God, our Savior, Jesus Christ, gone before us. Jesus goes down into the waters of the Jordan to be baptized by John. The sinless one from God needs no cleansing, but we do. By his baptism, our sins are taken up and placed upon this Holy One of God. And in an act of complete reversal, Jesus takes our sin not into the promised land, but rather back out into the wilderness. He goes through the waters into the wilderness, carrying our sins back to Satan. And because Christ carries our sins, we no longer do. The wilderness of sin, the place of suffering and death, is no longer our dwelling place. The path has been cleared of obstacles, and the journey lies ahead. The way to the promised land is open before us. But it is still through the waters. Now... Those waters have been cleansed and purified so that our baptism by these waters will grant forgiveness, life, and salvation. These waters make us the children of God, those who have been renewed and restored to his presence. We have passed through the wilderness and through the waters into the promised land of everlasting life. The journey from the wilderness to the promised land of heaven is not one we embark upon alone. 
Not one we plan out, not one we work out, not one we carry out. It is the journey Christ first made to prepare the way. He has gone through the waters to prepare them for our baptism into the kingdom, and he has now gone ahead of us to prepare a place that we have not built with our own hands, and a great feast that we have not prepared. He has gone to the right hand of the Father to prepare a place for us that we might go with him, that where he is, we may be also. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. We continue by gathering our tithes and offerings. Please stand. We continue with the canticle.
The Lord be with you. We are returning from exile, listening to the inviting word of God, full of grace and truth. Let us go to him in confident prayer. Gracious God, offering full and free forgiveness. Eden's Lord and ours. Hear us and Loving Father, calling us to Mount Calvary. Spirit of life. Remind us again of our baptism. In our old Adam was Strengthen us to live in the freedom of the children of God. Lord Jesus, Savior and Guide. Give us the eyes of faith to see the tree of life awaiting us in heaven. And guide us to follow where you have led the way. Protecting Father. O Holy Spirit, nourish our faith and restore our souls each time we come to the table of the Lord and receive his body and blood, a foretaste of the feast to come. Holy and merciful Lord over all, we feel the burden of our sin. Renew in us a growing faith that your Son has borne our griefs and buried our sorrows, giving his life for ours. Everlasting Father, our Savior has conquered death. Fill us with rejoicing, confident that we shall therefore gather around the eternal throne of land, your Son, who with you and the Holy Spirit are one God, now and forever. Amen. Almighty God, by your great goodness, mercifully look upon your people. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. O God, from whom come all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Taught by our Lord and trusting in his promises, we are bold to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever.
The Almighty and merciful Lord, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, bless and keep you. Amen. Please be seated. It has been our pleasure to bring you this worship service from Trinity Lutheran Church in Freistadt, Missouri. We invite you to worship with us next Sunday morning at 10 a.m. If you are not able to be with us, we invite you to listen by means of this radio broadcast on www.freistatradio.com. We commend you to the loving care of our gracious Heavenly Father. May His love surround you and His mercy be evident to you in all things. Your announcer has been Parker Shane. Go in peace as you serve the Lord.